the way. Just, just, Mr. Yusuf, I am also great. Just letting you know. In fact, I could be more great than you. Well, well, well. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> You've been up to this this Easter weekend and good evening, troll room. I see you there. I see what I don't see your likes, but we'll get to that a bit. Hello, troll room. The royal room of trolls. But um, but yeah, we uh, we 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 are. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. What have you been up to this Easter weekend, then, Johnny? Uh, well, pretty much um, work, work, work. Work, 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 work. I've made, been entertaining. Made, made Himza useless videos. You do like Himza, don't you? You do like Himza. Yeah. I'm not sure. My last two didn't seem to quite hit the mark as well as the first ones, but... Hey, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, and then, then I put up the omnibus, which turned out to be six and a half hours, I think. Yeah, what the hell was that? Well, with an six extra... Six and a half hours? An extra show. I know, but that's now weekly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know. So it's, remember, it's, if you're going to watch any of this back, go watch it on the omnibus. The thing is, it takes freaking hours for it to upload. I don't understand why, because... It's not a slow upload speed. I think it's YouTube. Yeah, it's their conversions as well, because Jesus Christ, oh. trying to convert a video to HD. Yeah, wow. once it goes to conversion, bloody hell, it didn't even make its scheduled start time because it was still converting the SD. Anyway. Right. The preamble. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the preamble. I'm just... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so the Elon preamble. Musk's new satellites. That's right. So... It's, there's a bit there's a bit more to it than just these new satellites so what happened was there was a solar storm that right. knocked out something like 17 of the 21 that he just launched oh fantastic yeah so, so he launches 21 satellites 17 of them get basically knocked out by the solar storm and they're bound for earth um, so there's that then he put up these newer satellites which our kind of stopgap measure to fill in the gaps in his Starlink, and um, yeah. apparently they're not doing quite so well. So they've been falling out of the sky as well. But they're all designed to burn up completely on re-entry. So it's quite hard to find out what's going wrong because there's nothing left. <laughs> there's nothing left of it. And second of all, right, <laughs> I think this is a blow in more ways than one because I'm actually seeing people who pay quite a bit of money for Starlink mm -hmm. now complaining that their links are going down. Mm -hmm. and that they can't get access to the internet. And one, one of the other people I saw the other day moaning said he had a backup satellite internet system, and that also wasn't working. So uh, maybe perhaps okay. we should stop relying on all this shit? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe we should plug in the broadband we've got. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe we should. <laughs> maybe we should. But, Don't anything but, about but the it? Thing is, yes. What have you done? Things will be arriving. All right, okay. Oh my God, you're Things going down fucking. Will be you're going down power line, aren't you? Oh Jesus. Might be, might not be. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see okay. what works best. Right, but I, 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 I mm. forgot to have that conversation. I went out with Spencer today. Yeah, um, and uh, I forgot to have the conversation about him helping me dig up half my garden. But um, I will have that conversation at some point. My, maybe he's listening live right now, and he's going. Um, he wants me to help him dig up his garden. You don't need to dig. You could just run a cable across. 
you know, mm. at height, just put a pole up and run it across at height. As long as you use outdoor yeah. UTP, you'll be fine. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. But we went out for a Toby Carvery today. Five meats, John. <laughs> Five meats. Yeah, okay. Five meats. Well, six, actually. Well, if you include the sausages. Yeah. But they're also pork. Pork. Humza likes pork. Well, not officially. Needs to get, you know, needs, needs to hurry up on his scooter so he can get his bacon sandwiches. I need though. that bacon roll. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> right, so with that, I'd like to welcome one and all to this episode 212 of Jason's Ascent Live with me, John, and with Ben, fresh from his five meat feast. Well, that went well, didn't it? Where was the intro? That's a good question, mate. Where's the fucking intro? Where, where's it? We're going to try this one again? Well. We're going to bear with him a second. It would not be an episode of Chasing Descent without technical difficulties. Yep, that. Just black, it's just black. It's just black. Yeah, I mean, it, it does look and sound bizarre. Robin says, no intro, what? Oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> Well, it would seem that OBS being OBS has just decided to fucking lose the links to all the media. Oh, it, it does that. It does that sometimes, yeah. Yeah. It does that. Um, OBS is an absolute pile of shit. There's more than four times the amount of people watching as there are likes. Um, I'm not best impressed. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not best impressed. Oh, well, um, so after your long weekend off, what you? I, I wouldn't say that. What? Why <laughs> wouldn't you say, say that? that? Because you don't know what I've got in the tank for the other channel, John. Yeah, okay. I don't know what you've got in the tank. That's true. I've got a lot edited yeah. and ready to go in the tank for the other channel. Okay. Uploads start tomorrow. Uploads start tomorrow. They do. They do. Uploads start um, tomorrow. Got a lot in the tank, oh, and That's I've it. got a lot oh, more wait. to film. A lot more to film? Uh, Jolly good. Yes. In the right. Okay. Um, we can just. It's just a shit show, isn't it? But I mean, we come off. We come off what I thought was an excellent show, and we just. We just. We're back into a shit show. Ah, oh, but it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Because have you got the slides, or are they missing? No, the slides are there. Slides are fine. So then. 
there, it doesn't matter. It's the intro. It's out of the way with. It's done. Doesn't let's matter. forget about it. Let's put a fucking pin in it and let's move on. <laughs> I bet the intro yeah? doesn't work, though. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge <laughs> when we get to it. We're not there yet. Take the outro, put a pin in it, yeah, okay. and we'll unpin that at the end. We'll so, unpin it at the end. From Ed the Tacky, he brings us this from Wall Street Silver. That's trend is hilarious. And it is, it is. BBC is protesting after Twitter labels like government funded media. Well, is it not? Well, actually, it should, it should have. entirely funded by the Foreign Office. Sorry? The BBC World Service is entirely funded by the Foreign Office. Yeah, but that's not the World Service, that's the BBC. So that the actually BBC should World say Service publicly funded, publicly funded media. Well, perhaps, because is it fully funded by the public? Or is it, but I would say that it's, I would say it's partially funded and the BBC World Service is definitely connected to the main BBC. So that's 100% funded by the Foreign Office. So I would say it probably is funded in part by government. Yeah. Um, NPR are um, refusing to tweet apparently in America. Yes, they are <laughs> because because they were labelled as US US government affiliated media. <laughs> but they are. I know because they are. They are fully funded by the US government. Hmm. So and somebody somebody feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I. I believe the BBC World Service is 100% funded by the Foreign Office. Um, feel free to fact-check me, and if I'm wrong, I'll quite happily retract that, but that's what I believe to be the case. Um, so, yeah. Um, these people are being... I mean, I can't believe that George Galloway is still being labelled Russian state-affiliated <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I've got a surprise for you, actually. I'll show you, I'll show um, you on Wednesday. I'll show oh. everybody on Wednesday. That's what I'll do. Uh, well, no, you can't leave us hanging like that. Well, yes, I can. Can draw I mean, more people can't. back. <laughs> uh, come, come join us on Wednesday and I'll show you something that I found today. Okay. Gonna have to... No! <laughs> yeah! No, okay! <laughs> yeah! No! Anyway, moving on. Um, All right, we'll put, the pin, we'll put the pin in this thing as well. So, so Sprite are... Has or spritter or whatever has given us a shitload of stuff today or over the weekend. Right. Um, so has um, he's been he's been very prolific. So the head of the German Interior Ministry threatens to refuse visas to Russian athletes if the IOC allows them to compete. So this is to uh, stop Russians competing in the Olympics. That's nice. Why? Because the no. because there are countries at war with Ukraine. Yeah, and, and, and therefore, well, therefore, uh, because they're one country's at war with Ukraine, their country is at war with the world. But even if their country, as in their government and their army, were at war with the world, what does that have to do with their athletes? What does no, it have to do with technically nothing. nothing? Is 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 the answer? It has absolutely nothing to do with their athletes, and this is why I always say on this show. We don't care about the government and the government affiliated people. We care about the regular people, the people that are just trying to get by, trying to do a nine to five. Do you think they're going to war? Do you think those Russians are responsible for going to war? No, they just want to get on with their lives. These athletes are those people. Sure, they might have some kind of state sponsorship, uh, you know, to to boost their training. But at the same time, 
they're just people. They're just athletes who just want to participate in a sport that they obviously love. The war is nothing to do with them. So why on earth would why on earth would we do this? It's like an our my local town here. They 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 reveled in the fact that they banned the Russian ballet. Yeah, from, the, from the local theatre. <laughs> what the fuck has that got to do with the Russian state? Because or you know, or the you, Russian war. You're being slightly disingenuous here because you know exactly what it's got to do with it. It's because the West sees Putin as the very, very bad man, and everything, yeah, but everything associated with him is very, very bad and cannot be tolerated because that—that that is the case. It cannot possibly be tolerated. So did you see, and I don't know if this is in the list, right? But if it is, pull it forwards. Um, did you see over uh, recently there was a pub in Essex that was raided by six police officers? No, um, oh, but, oh, no, I didn't, because I'm not going to mention that on this, because we'll get pulled. No, no, because we they, the certain offensive-looking dolls... Well, not offensive-looking. Well, certain caricature, caricatural, shall we say, dolls... Uh, a brand... Uh, a the, brand... Emblem, that's what it was. Yeah, so a wee golly gosh, shall we say, right? Um, but they were taken by the police. And the, the reason I mention this is because I'm going to make a direct comparison now. If there's like Russian dolls in a pub, are we going to get raided and have those, those oh Russian dolls? Oh my god, taken nested Russian dolls! Nested oh Russian good dolls. Grief, you could be carrying all sorts of contraband in there as well, couldn't you? Mm. Nested Russian mm. dolls, you shall be well, castigated. You shall be hauled over the coals. I mean, the, the, the whole thing's just freaking ridiculous. It really is. It's like everything Russian is bad. I mean, you know, a guy comes here, okay, I, I don't know where he gets his money from. Maybe he has a, a an extensive porn network of, of Russian dancers or whatever doing things on the web, and he makes loads of money. But he's very, very uh -huh. rich. He lives here. He pays his taxes, and, you know, he spends a fortune in the UK, right? Yeah. And then we sanction him, take his money off him. Mm hmm That's not how you treat people. But what's no, it, what's the war got to do with him? People. You know? Well, nothing. This is, this is the point. Absolutely nothing. And, you know, for... Regardless that, of... The problem is, when they do that, they're only one step away from coming for you. Well, people don't seem to realise this. And, you know, it's always the biggest champions of this that will be put against the wall first. Yeah. It always is. <laughs> the people that scream loudest for this shit are the ones that end up against the wall first because they've out, they've out useful idiot this, their useful idiotness. Well, speaking, and then they, then they might become a problem. Speaking of useful idiots, um, I, think, um, I think Germany might have more to worry about than... Uh, well, certainly Olaf Schultz appears to have more to worry about than his... Uh, is who what Russian athletes are or are not coming to the Olympics? Um, because apparently he's under a probe over a German tax fraud scandal of just a mere thirty billion. This puts this puts the SMB into the shades, doesn't it? I know six hundred k. I mean, they've only got. I mean, how the fuck do you hide thirty billion? How do you hide well, thirty billion? Well, obviously you don't because they've been investigating for it. Well, how do you even attempt to hide thirty billion within that, within those sort of swathes of amounts of money? Something like six hundred k could probably go neatly missing. Yeah, but 30, 30 billion. 
30 bit. You're going to start to notice such a hole. You're going to go, um... Well, that, that's more than the, the cream in one P off of people's wages, you know. That's a lot of money, 30 billion. Well, well oh, I've just seen the next slide, and I'm not sure I really want to move on to it, but, but we, I suppose we do have to talk about it, don't we? Yeah, well, um, I, I think it's... One. Well, because he's, he's responded to it, right? Oh, he has, yeah. He, his, he, his response is... Uh, his response quite interesting. Uh, <laughs> right. So this comes from Maisie and, and she's right, you know, I mean the guy did it, he kissed him on the lips and he did ask him to do that act on him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and I, he did that. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at this because this this guy's a he's always been a creepy fuck as far as I'm concerned, right? Yeah. There's nothing holy about him. He is one creepy, creepy individual. Didn't he headline Glastonbury at one point? Yeah, didn't he, you know, thingy the the old, uh, you know, Jabiru as well, didn't he um, promote that? But anyway. I think he's done a lot. He's a really Um, creepy fuck. And basically his response to this was he he teases people all the time. So I want to read... I'll read the statement. Yeah, I'll yeah. read the statement okay. word for word. From the Dalai Lama. The, this is on the Dalai Lama's Twitter account. Yes, the Dalai Lama has a Twitter account. But it's obviously not run by him. Anyway, so here is the response in full. A video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness Dalai Lama if he could give him a hug. His Holiness wishes to apologise to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused. His Holiness often teases people. He meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the incident. That's not sorry. That's not sorry. That's not sorry. That's a nonce being a nonce. <laughs> That's not sorry at all, is it? It's sick. I, 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 I just... like it's, it's just really fucking creepy. Creepy is an understatement, and he did this on camera, mm-hmm. and then and then had the gall to basically try and tell the world you didn't see what you saw. Yeah, that's basically I, what he's no, saying there. And he's basically saying I do it all the time anyway. That's what yeah, he's saying. Just, yeah. I mean, has this? I mean, this is this is just like Joe Biden, isn't it? This is just a senile, oh. senile old perv. Just a senile think, old perv. I don't even think he's senile. I could just oh, old perv. Well, well, who knows? Who knows? Uh, let's move on, shall we? Yes. For Hofstadt's Quiff. That's a that's a Twitter name for Hofstadt's Quiff. It's a cracking name, we isn't can, We can stop this if we all stay at home and pay more tax. So from the Daily Mail, scientists discovered days on Earth used to be 18 hours long. Uh, scientists from the University of Wisconsin-Madison used mathematical models and a technique called astrochronology to determine those <laughs> this. So basically, they made it up. Well, well, maybe, maybe not, because it, it appears... They made, they made it no, up. no, no, it appears to be connected to the distance that the moon is from the Earth. And the moon, as you know, the moon is getting slightly further away all the time. Did you know it that? It shouldn't be. It should be getting closer. But no, it's, it's uh, getting further away. The moon's going to leave us. <laughs> the moon's had enough. <laughs> but anyway, so the moon's, the moon's getting slightly further away all the time. So, you know, it used to be closer. And as it gets further away, the Earth's spin slows down. 
Right. So days used to apparently be 18 hours long, and now they're 24. Well, well, I'm personally speaking, I'm not so sure. Okay. I'm not so sure. <laughs> okay. I'm not so sure because anybody that says they used a model to determine something they have absolutely no idea about is usually full of shit. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying, models right. are extremely fallible. Yeah, yeah, they are. And speaking of full of shit, right? So it's happened again. It's happened again. It has happened again because although he didn't go to Taiwan, he met Taiwan's delegate here and starts uh -huh. winding up the Chinese again because... And let's, let's be quite clear about this. China has always maintained that Taiwan is a rogue province of China. Yes. And it's not sovereign. The United yes. Nations doesn't count it as a country. No, because right? they don't want to piss off the bear. The United Nations does not count Taiwan as a sovereign country. Okay? No. So, the US has always had a policy of not recognising Taiwan as a sovereign, or of not saying publicly that Taiwan is a separate country. And now it appears, since Biden's administration got in, it now appears to have reversed that policy, and it's determined to piss off the Chinese at every possible turn. Yeah, but then again, Speaker McCarthy is a Republican. Mm-hmm. So even the Republicans are doing this now. Yeah, yeah, but do you not think that... Um, these warmongers that are... Right, so, if it had been Trump that was in power, McCarthy wouldn't mm -hmm. be doing this, because Trump would have told them no. Well, for all his exactly. faults, for all his faults, Trump was not a warmonger. If Trump if Trump had done this, right, I, I will say this, if Trump had done this, or if this had happened under Trump's watch, the mainstream media in the United States, CNN, MSNBC, mm -hmm. all of that, would be calling Trump a warmonger. They yeah. would say they would say what he's doing is dangerous. Yeah. They would say yeah. what he was doing was, uh, you know, courting war with China or something like that. But because it has been led by, first of all, Nancy Pelosi, yeah. she did this first, and the Biden administration, uh, the the MSDNCs of the world, as we like to call them over here, will turn around and say, "Well, oh, this is brave. This is this is this is the right thing to do." Basically, it's fuck Trump at any cost, is mm -hmm. what the, the media is. And all they're going to do with this this whole affirmation is just poke the bear even further. The media are garbage. They really are. They, they're just garbage. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and as a result of that, so China and Taiwan are in a kind of standoff in the Taiwan Straits because China's basically cut off the Taiwan Straits. So they're having a massive exercise. They haven't just done that, have they? They've surrounded, they've, they've surrounded, they've encapsulated the entirety of Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. and apparently they're going to start um, stopping and checking ships that are going through the Straits of Malacca. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, but you know who's going to fucking put their nose in, don't you? Well, the United States, of course. Well, of course they are, because um, this, this chief warmonger, right, Michael McCall, the US is ready to send its troops to Taiwan if China invades there. Chairman of the US House Foreign Affairs Committee said in an interview with Fox News. This guy so is a scumbag. Of war. Yeah, that, that that's almost a declaration of war. He's just a scumbag. That guy is a complete and utter warmongering scumbag. All these people want to do is they want to generate a war. And I don't quite understand why. Because 
for all America's military might, it's in no position to fight a war at this point in time. Especially you know one what? six thousand miles away from its borders. I saw a trailer today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the the Chinese are so so impressed with their warmongering themselves that they've ripped off Top Gun. <laughs> they've made their own Top Gun. Great, right? <laughs> and it is. It's fucking. It, it might as well just be Top Gun with Tom Cruise replaced with a Chinese guy. <laughs> it'll be hell. It'll be funny as hell. Right, made, so, I'm um, telling you, they have made their own Top Gun. So from uh, Maz Nielsen. China is considering banning the export of technologies used to produce high-performance rear earth magnets. Deployed in electric vehicles, wind turbine motors, and other products citing national security as a reason. In other words, or, or, you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> you assholes gave all of your manufacturing to that company. You went, oh, uh, called country, might as well call it a company. The CCP is basically one massive manufacturing company, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Let's face it. But I mean, you gave all of your manufacturing to them, and you basically let them hold us to ransom. Yeah, but it's worse than that, because what they've done is, it's not just that they've given all their manufacturing. China's got all the resources anyway. China and yes. Russia have got all the resources. Yes. And and the other the other country that's got some of them appears to be like Africa, or the continent, is Africa, which China and Russia are kind of controlling at the moment because nobody likes Americans there, especially after Bill Gates killed half of them, you know? I was going to say, say do, you, do you know what? They, China have belt and roaded themselves into so many African countries yeah. that they're basically in control of the continent. And then... This is what... And then the other part is South America that's got some resources and, and again, it's falling into BRICS. So they're all lining up to join BRICS, which is Russia and China, and everybody's leaving the US behind. And you're not going to have any electric vehicles because you won't be able to make them. Do you know who else sounds like he's lining up to join BRICS? Who? This guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, so th- this is back to where I thought we were going because this is I'm just back from China, isn't it? And it, oh, it yeah. seems to me that instead of Macron laying down <laughs> the word on China, she has laid down the word on Macron and telling them, You're coming to my house? You, 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 you come into my house? You did not even bring me honey! You come into my house? But it's worse than that. Macron's come back singing the praises of being less dependent on the United States. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you've got to laugh as the world pulls to shit around you, haven't you? <laughs> and of course, and you know, well, I, I will go to it later because it's in the list later on. So, uh, it's so that's <laughs> tremendous. It could work out. I mean, how can she should play poker because he's never getting anything wrong at the moment. Everything's just falling into place for him. And putting Sam oh. in the side. I mean, we haven't even mentioned putting. Putin! And he's sitting on the sidelines. You're just. It's all. The plan is working. <laughs> You strange little French man, you're coming to my house. <laughs> so, so Colonel, Colonel McGregor here. Um, 
<laughs> hero of the hero of a battle in um, the Gulf War, right? Right. Um, commenting on the situation in Ukraine, the situation is terrible. Former advisor to the head of the Pentagon predicts a disastrous fate for Ukraine. The Ukrainian state could disappear by the end of the year due to the difficult situation in the country. The losses are terrible, said the former advisor. Now, that's exactly what Medvedev is saying. That's exactly what we're saying, and we're not well, even. You know. I know, I know, but Medvedev is saying that as well, and he's getting he's getting slaughtered for saying that Ukraine could disappear. But Ukraine will disappear because you can see it shaping up already. The Russians are going to take the east and keep Crimea, and I mean. Zelensky's going, well, we can't negotiate. It. We need Crimea. Yeah, well, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. <laughs> and then Poland's lining up to take the rest. Poland's going to move out and take the rest. There's going to be no Ukraine. It's, it, it's just going to go. It's just going to disappear. Well, at the end of the day, um, this could have all been avoided. This can all still be avoided uh-huh. right now. Yeah, but could. nobody wants to go to the. The only person that seems to be telling people to go to the fucking negotiating table is Winnie the fucking Pooh, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's the only one making a difference. I don't know. <laughs> and so I so, don't know. So Michael Warren says, "Is this one the awfully convenient leaked NATO plans for Ukraine should be taken with a grain of salt?" Well, of course they should, because they don't they tell us Sputnik. anything. Sorry, that is from Sputnik. Yeah, I know it's from Sputnik. But you know, it doesn't matter. The, the plans were leaked, right? Yeah. And NATO said some of it's true and some of it's not, right? So, so right. They, they've admitted there are there is their plans, but it doesn't really matter that it doesn't detail the <laughs> it doesn't detail the military counteroffensive because I can tell you there is no military counteroffensive. Ukraine does not, not have without. the resources. Not without foreign, you know, Western troops going in. Ukraine does not, not have the resources. Um, and, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if we do that, we declare war. And if we declare war, then that's all of us fucked, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've, they've already said they'll nuke us first. Yeah. They've already said that. <laughs> I <Sorry>. have, I know. <laughs> so you, you just have to you know, remember that. This is the other warmonger, isn't it? Blinken. This guy is he is a complete and utter arsehole. He rules out Moscow Kiev talks because we can't have Moscow Kiev talks while they're still fighting. But well, why is on. it his decision? Yeah, exactly. Because it's Team America World Police. Why on earth is Secretary Blinken here making that decision? Well, who do you think's made all the decisions in this war? On the I Western side. Know. Do you think Zelensky's making decisions? Do you think a failed actor is making decisions? Do you think a no, cokehead do you think a cokehead is making I, decisions? I think he's probably sniffing some white powder and hiding in the basement most of the he's time. He's just to be playing honest. a part. He's just playing his part. Yeah. He's following orders. because well, what did he do in his TV show? He followed orders. He became yeah, a comedian you know. that became the president by following orders, and that's exactly all he's doing just now. That's just exactly it. But 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 he he is apparently the president. So 
but it does con- it does concern me that USA think that they're the ones that can decide whether or not Russia and Ukraine have peace talks. It's absolutely not up to Russia and Ukraine. Yes, clearly it isn't. No, of course it's not because the USA decides everything that goes down in this world. You can't go for a shit without asking the USA if it's acceptable. And if you're an American, I'm not having a go at you. I'm having a go at your government because your government is out of control. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love the I love the premise, the concept, and I love the land of the USA. Right, I've been there. You've been there. Yeah. And the people are the people are wonderful for the most part. Yeah. But um, you, you, the American people, need to get control. You need to take the control back because your government has lost it and lost it. You know what? We're we're in the same boat. We need to do the same thing. Yeah, but you've uh, still and, got and the we'll chance. Leave, you've still we'll got leave the it chance. up to you. We'll leave it up to you listening to decide how and what that means. Yeah, but at the end so, of the day, uh, governments all over the Western world are taking more and more and more control of everything you do, what you say, <laughs> where you can go and have a shit, like John said, right? They're they're even they're even poking their their nose into your bathroom business for real, and. It's it's got to stop. These people have been allowed to reach and reach and reach without pushback. And at some point, you're going to wake up and you're going to have you're going to be in some kind of fucking shock collar. And if you go outside your zone, yeah. you're going to get shocked. Yeah. You, you, it'll you be like to, that. To be it'll, it'll be like living in that prison. And uh, was it what was that? What was the Star Wars thing we watched recently? The series uh, Andor. Andor. It'll be like being in the prison. Once the, once the lights go out, you can't touch the floor or you'll get zapped. Mm. Anyway, right, Aldo here says, uh, Russia, Russia must hold the US spy until the handover of Julian Assange, right? So, this, we're back to, remember we talked about this on Friday, Evan Gelskovich um, got, got um, arrested and charged with espionage. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, and he's caught bank to right, apparently, right? So he's in Russia, he's caught bank to right, he's conducting espionage, you know, well, he's not coming back unless there's a swap going, yeah? Well, of course, they've already given away the merchant of death. Yeah, exactly. So, so what's going to happen? basketball player. So let's say, <laughs> fucking unbelievable, a basketball player. <laughs> and, and not just a regular basketball player <laughs> a potted basketball player <laughs> we won't say any more yeah okay we won't <coughs> Robinson's not was. sure if Grindr not sure if Grind is a transformer to be honest I'm still I'm still on the fence <laughs> so <laughs> I'm still on the fence so so now now that we've dealt with what China and Taiwan Russia and Ukraine and America. I mean, the the common thread here is the USA. So it's Russia, Taiwan, China, Taiwan, and the USA. Uh, It's Russia, Ukraine, and the USA. And now we have the Middle East because the Middle East has been pretty stable recently, hasn't it? Because what's happened? China went in there and struck up a peace deal between Saudi and Iran. And then the Saudis said they're going to stop attacking the Yemenis. So, you know, the place is really calming down and and becoming stable and what does the US Navy want to do or do? 
They send a nuclear submarine with cruise missiles to the Middle East. USS Florida will be stationed in the Middle East to support the Bahrain-based US 5th Fleet. The submarine is capable of carrying up to 154 Tomahawk cruise missiles and will be deployed to ensure stability in the region. Well, at fuck. All it is is a big American stick and it's there to well, threaten people because the Yanks are pissed off because China is making big inroads with these people and Saudi Arabia's turning around and going, uh, we don't need you. Don't need the US. They're losing their, their sway. Of and course like they are. Say, the way that they're going to try and get it back is, as you say, big stick. <laughs> it's a big stick. We're yep. gonna, to ensure stability means so that we can, uh, we can show you that we have nuclear capability in your region and you best start listening. That's basically what they mean. Yeah, yeah, that's basically. Um, we we don't we don't sugarcoat anything here, boys and girls. Uh, let's before we move on, let's let's jump over to the troll room. Uh, I hope everybody over there is doing well. Uh, I hope everybody over there is um, <coughs> is hitting the like button. Yeah, because uh, we're poor at the moment and uh, we can't get the boys, but. But John's getting the van back apparently, at some point. I'm hoping to. So uh, he's hoping to. When he's got that van back, when you start seeing us in the mobile studio doing shows, if you haven't hit that like button, you you best be concerned. That's all I'm going to say. Um, best be concerned. You don't know where we are. Where we're going. Eighty-one subscribers. Fantastic. Thank you all very very much. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do hit that <coughs> subscribe button. Uh, and hit that like button, hit that share button, all that good stuff. Moving on to another tweet now from Sprite. It says, there is a belief in NATO that after 73 years, a woman should finally take over the leadership of this military political alliance. There are more candidates and the decision will be made by consensus in September at the summit in Madrid. Right? Yeah. Why? You know what? The only woman that appear to be active in the political sphere seem to be warmongering trolls. Yeah, but no, I want to know why specifically we have to pick a woman. And I'm not trying to be sexist or anything like that, but is it not now sexist to say, well, this this has to be a woman? No, it's not sexist. Because what if a woman is not the best for the job? Well, What if <clears> there is no woman that is the best for the job? The, the thing that concerns me is these women that are that they're talking about are not they're not women as you would normally expect a woman to be because they don't appear to have any maternal instinct they don't appear to want to pour oil on any kind of troubled waters they don't want Imagine to calm they, things they, down they appear to be more aggressive than the men that are around them and men are traditionally more aggressive because they have higher levels of testosterone and they need to be aggressive to fight and dominate and make sure that they you know take the resources that they need for their family and that's traditionally how we've all grown up you know for the last 40 or 50 thousand years so you're not going to change that in a hurry right despite no, how many times you advertise women's products as a man you're not going to change that in a hurry right no. but these women these women seem to think they're different and because of that I think what they try and do is they try and outdo the men around them. And the, I mean, look at Liz Truss, warmongering 
warmongering warmonger, right? I mean, she was like, do this, do this, do this. Look at Pelosi. Do this, what do this, do this. They all want to start a war. Taiwan. They all want to start. Taiwan so yeah. they can start fighting with China. Yeah. With British not, weapons. No, we don't. We don't want anyone fighting. I mean, how come we are asking for people to take a step back and talk, right? And they are wanting to throw resources. I mean, look at her. I mean, she'd thrown resources I, at, at, at Ukraine, which is only continuing the fight, which means more and more people die needlessly. Absolutely, and I'll tell you why. But I'll, but I'll tell you why we are the ones asking people to talk instead of fight. It's because, you know, us here, we are the nine-to-fivers. We are the normal people. We are the people who just want to get by, get on with our lives. And we don't want to see a big fucking bomb dropped on our kids. Right? Basically, that's it. We don't. We, we just want to get on with our lives. We want to enjoy our lives. We want to have some fun. We want to, we want to go out swinging, so to speak, and, and, enjoy, and enjoy it. But we can't whilst these fucking warmongers are doing what they do and putting us and our children and our lives and our livelihoods and our economic viability all at risk so we're the ones we're the ones that directly suffer it's the normal people that suffer the most from all of this it, it really is because then you're dragged into a situation you're dragged into a war where your kids might be killed tomorrow because these people want to swing their dicks about and then what they're going to ask you to do, especially if you're, you know, a slightly older parent, they're going to ask you to send their kid, your kids, send your kids to fight and die. Send yourself to fight and die for us. Why would anybody want to do that? No. Why would anybody want to do that? You know what? I mean, they have someone turned around these days and said, would you fight for your country? No. No, no, I wouldn't. I would, I, I would fight for my country. I would not fight for my government and their stupid, stupid wars. But anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to Mr. Macron. He's back, is he? He is back. back because uh, you just back from his journey to China and he's reprogramming by G. Right? I mean, he's obviously, he's, he's obviously what happened is, is, is he's travelled into China. The, maybe the Chinese um, have got some kind of EMP field or something that stops I, I stops the waves from the WEF getting into his head. Because he's come happened. back here and he said, a strategically autonomous Europe, right, mm. can be the third pole in relation to the US and China. So now he's talking about the breakup of NATO, which I've been banging on about for ages. Oh, I'll tell you exactly what's happened, right? Because we didn't really see much of Macron in China. Did you ever see the film A Clockwork Orange? Uh, I haven't actually seen the whole movie. But have you seen those scenes of Malcolm McDowell sitting there in, 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 the, in the mental hospital with his eyes held open? Mm -hmm. Yeah, getting right? brainwashed, yeah. They, they, they did that to Macron watching episodes of Winnie the fucking Pooh. <laughs> yeah. That's what they did. Yeah, but the, this is what I'm saying. This is the breakup of NATO. I, I can see it happening. I can see it happening because NATO is not sustainable anymore, the way things are going. No. Especially, no, especially when the US blew up the Nord Stream. That was the fucking final straw. And when Ukraine bombed Poland and... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and nobody batted an eyelid. <laughs> Yeah, no, so much for article no, five no, there, huh? 
Any one country, country gets attacked, we'll come to your defence. Oh, unless it's Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, if Ukraine bombs you, you're fine, right? You're yeah. fine. But it's if those right. missiles had come from Russia... Yeah. <laughs> it's not like they killed anyone. Or they didn't kill oh, anyone yeah. important. No, they just killed some random people. You yeah, know. a couple of farmers. It doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't really matter, you know. In fact, what we're going to say is it was Russia's fault. That's what we're going to no, say. Of course Even it was. Ukraine did, it was Russia's fault. Even though it was Ukrainian missiles that killed those people. And the second Zelensky knew it was Ukrainian missiles, he got on TV and said it was Russian missiles and asked you to nuke them. He did, yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah, need yeah, Now, nuke them now. Yeah. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. And he knew exactly what had happened at that point. He knew, he knew they were his they, own. They were his missiles, yep. And he still turned around and went, Russian missiles, Russian missiles have bombed a NATO country. We need to nuke them now. Um, no, no, you're lying, aren't you, Vladimir? You're lying. And this is what I really fucking hate about world leaders. It doesn't matter whether or not they're a puppet or whether or not they're a... You know, autonomous mm -hmm. to an extent, all full of shit. Mm -hmm. Every last one of them. Yep, yep. All they full sure of shit. Are. They sure are. Yeah. Anyway, um. <clears throat> hello, hello, Emmanuel. You, you beautiful little dictator. You. So, beautiful um, little dictator. I did mention this a few months ago, or maybe weeks ago, but I did say that China, China has a lot more gold than anyone thinks, and Dagny Hill's bringing. Pointing out that China appears to be building up its gold reserves. Yes, yes, they've China. got more than this. Sorry, they've got more than this. Oh, they've got way more than this. I think way China, more China's got this. enough gold now to tank the market, right? But they don't want to tell anyone yet because they don't want to tank the market. But China, China, basically, I think has maybe got. It's probably got something like over a third of the world's gold. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And do you know what? They can. They can. Want to get... They can smash the American dollar like that. I will once again. I will once again aim my ire directly at Western leaders who decided, right? We're not going to do our own manufacturing anymore. We're going to outsource absolutely everything to China because it's only responsible. It's only possible, and it's only res the responsibility of you doing that. Of you turning around and outsourcing everything to them because you thought it was cheap. All you did was make them rich. Mm -hmm. right? In one year sometimes, in one year, that country pours more concrete than the United States has poured in its entire existence. Yep. They know what they're doing. They're a I mean, they, they, this is the country that have a knock-off fucking city of Paris. Right? They knocked off Paris. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Just because they could... Just yeah. because they, uh, I know what we do. We build our own Paris. They don't have to go France. We build our own Paris. I mean, come on. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're going to fuck everybody. They really are. And we gave them the ability to do that as Western nations because we outsourced absolutely everything to them. And we made them super, super, super rich. It was a, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was. It was. CJ says no. It was when they invited China into the World Trade Organization. Well, we wouldn't have been able to outsource absolutely everything to them without doing that. So they're kind of part and parcel. They're the same thing. Anyway, yeah, Ella, they, they do have ghost cities, Robin. That's quite true. But those ghost cities Lots are. Of them. Those ghost cities are are a weird 
there are, in fact, there are a weird combination of circumstances that made that occur. Um, mm. It's probably a bit lengthy to explain it just now, but yeah, they, they weren't built for any nefarious reasons other than the fact that people could make money out of them and they'll yeah. still do. Yeah, yeah. and the thing is they're, they're heavily guarded as well. They are heavily guarded, them ghost cities. You can't go explore them. Uh, you will yeah. get set on by security guards and dogs and the like. Um, they're a bit weird. It's a bit weird. It's a bit complex. It's a bit complicated. A lot of it is insurance-based as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's anyway, mostly about money. King Charles is uh, at odds with church leaders over his desire for diverse coronation. No shit! Because, hold on a minute, and, and whether you agree with the monarchy or not, is the... the, the the king or the queen or whatever, not the head of the Church of England? Technically speaking, I believe they are, yes. Yeah. So, really? <laughs> Did he not have thought of this before he started babbling on about wanting to include other religions in his coronation? When, effectively, the whole thing's a religious ceremony when you look at of it. Of course it is. Of course it is. Well, you've got the the archbishop and the like, mm-hmm. not just involved a little bit. They are they are the people that lead such a thing, right? And they do not believe in any other religion. They believe in the religion to which they they are leading. Yeah. And if you if you ask to be reading from pages of the Quran, whilst they will say that they are you know tolerant, diverse, all of this, they don't. They, they they think that the Quran's blasphemy. They think that yeah. ultimately speaking, well, of course it is. Well, it's subverting their story. Well, absolutely. So then, absolutely it is. There you go. Anyway, right. Let's move on. Um, as you may have picked up in the uh, in the intro, Hamza's not going to the Independence Rally on May the sixth because he's going to be somewhere else, isn't he? He's going to. He's going he's to be going, pledging his allegiance, isn't he, John? He is. He's going to be in London, pledging his allegiance to Charles, the king. Do you think Charles might get his sausage fingers out and make Hamza get down on the knee? <laughs> you pledge your allegiance, boy. You pledge your allegiance, boy. Knock my finger, useless. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hamza just goes, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello there, King Charles. It's me, the leader of Scotland. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Right. But yeah, what a, what a, what an absolute lovely, beautiful piece of irony for him there. Just going to pledge my allegiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Right, so... Um, this is an interesting one. Then. What's all this about? Because this is uh, Mr Beast's guy, isn't it? Yeah. So Mr Beast, for those who don't know, is like the biggest YouTuber on here, right? Very rich, and he's got this core team of people that he includes in his videos. Chris Tyson here being one of them. Um, up until very recently, has always been a man. He's got a, he's got a, a two-year-old son. Um, he's got... He's got a, I guess, a quite a beautiful wife, I would say. Uh-huh. Looking Sounds at her. And uh, has come out as transgender. Mm. Has decided he is now a woman. 
It's not now, really I'm not going to pass it. Well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to look. Listen, I don't. Um, I, you know, I don't pass judgment on people. <laughs> I think, think people should be able to live their lives as they want, as long as they're doing nobody else any harm. But at the end of the day, is this, I, I just want to know, like, A, is this news? And B, is this something that you just with your wife first before coming out on a big old YouTube platform and video? Is this or is this something is this, your wife goes, I only found out? Is this a Mr. Beast trial? <laughs> I don't know. Is this guy doing this know. for clicks and giggles? Is he trying to be another DM? But the other thing that, that could be, the other thing that could be the case here, and this is just me, maybe he was going to get dropped. And now you can't drop a transgender person from the team, can you? Oh. See, I don't know. I don't watch Mr. Beast. I don't, I, I don't either. But don't uh, well, I, I've seen a lot of his videos because of my kids, right? Right. Um, but Speaking Chris, of he, kids, he doesn't, doesn't that kid look ridiculously happy? <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> I think that kid probably was ridiculously happy. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very rich people. They're very rich people. Yeah. I will say that. So, they um, have a lot of money. Uh, I've got a new. Um, so who knows? A, a, a new. Um, a new. I haven't seen this. Uh, this. And uh, this person before in the troll room. CJ said the yeah, claim of rights of sixteen eighty nine. The king has to uphold the Protestants' faith over all other faiths. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I, I, I'm more than happy to uh, believe that. And uh, welcome, CJ. Welcome. Good to have you on board. Uh, and like I said, the Church of England will see other religious texts as blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They will see... They might say they don't, but they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> they're lying. Speaking they're of someone that's lying... Oh, man, this man lies all of the time, so... What's going on here? Wishing all Christians celebrating London and beyond a very happy Easter. Easter is a moment of hope and renewal, a time to remember that whatever the challenges we face today, we will prevail for a better tomorrow. May you have a blessed Easter from my family to yours. The Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan. I don't think um, he's done that before. The reason he's done it is because of this whole loads of different religious holidays forming on one, East, one, one weekend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of a horrible, scurrilous little reprobate, has he got eyes like Doug's boys or not? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this stadium. Look at That's the stadium. That's what happens when you become the most hated, well, one of the most hated men in the country. Yeah. You're going to charge everybody £12.50 a day for absolutely no other reason than to line the pockets of City Hall and then claim it's to make the air cleaner, despite the fact that everybody will pay it anyway because they have to and still be there. <clears throat> so, um, so Elon's caused a bit of consternation on the Twitter rails, hasn't he, by allowing all the Russians back a lot. Uh... Well, I'm not shocked if he's re realistically if he's somebody's obviously photoshopped this, but he yeah. has let all these accounts back on. Remember, if he's but if he's shouting and screaming for free speech, then that means free speech, right? Mm. Yeah, he's quite free, right. Free speech is a 
it's it's not conditional on the on the on the the country from which you hail. Well, exactly, and and someone said something about it. Um, they said they they replied to him saying something about you know, you know th- why are you doing this? What about sanctions? And he said, well, you know what? Let the people decide what they want to watch and what they want to believe. And that's how it should have been. That's how that's it should how it be. Should always be. Should how it should have been. Not just with regards to this, but with regards to absolutely anything. You know, yeah. Especially over the last three and a half years. You know, we would be on a much bigger channel owned by me if uh, if, if that were the case. Much bigger channel. <laughs> but you get the point, the point I'm making. The point is, the people have been told, adults all over this planet have been told that they are not adult enough to consume content, media, opinions... Uh, unless they are approved, because mm-hmm. you are not adult enough to be able to make that decision for you. And yourself. they're still getting told that. Although the BBC got slapped down, didn't they? Um, they got fact checked <laughs> by Twitter <laughs> and found to be wrong. <laughs> well, if they're fact checked by Twitter, often they'd be found to be wrong. I'm sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> So, uh, we've got a tweet here from Yuri, Hotel Lubyanka. He's been on the show before. Yeah, he has. And, um, yeah. and it's, uh, it's Black Gary. Black Gary's lost his blue check, and he says, I've no idea why I've lost my blue check. I'm under review, apparently. <laughs> Hurry up. Black Gary's lost his blue check. Black Gary's lost his blue check. Black Gary. There you go. Thank you for that, Ben. <laughs> now, um, we're moving on to the, the, the other bit of joyous news that we've had. Or, oh, did I say joyous? I meant to say um, disastrous news that we've had coming from north of the border. So now police have seized and the, the SMB scandal. SMB scandal rocks Scotland. Not really. Doesn't doesn't surprise us. Um, long time coming. But anyway, police seized £110,000 motorhome from Nicola Sturdon's in-laws drive. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we found one sick for the money. Now that... That motorhome appeared there around 2021, right? We found one sick for the money. At the home of 92-year-old Peter Murrell's mother and hasn't moved one wheel since. So do we think there's more money inside of it? Don't, well, don't know. It's a nice motorhome, though. Well, it's bloody nice my home. Do you know what, John? When it goes when it inevitably goes to auction, yeah. get down there. <laughs> get down there. Could get and, could get a cheap upgrade here. And have you seen Nicola out her front door asking the press to fuck off, basically. So anyway, the Luke World Leaders have when a hundred and ten thousand pound camper van is removed from the ninety two year old mother in law's home. <laughs> No, my camper! Uh, <laughs> Nicola, we found some of the money. You took uh, my camper! <laughs> you took, uh, 
<laughs> Please, could you fuck off? Despite the fact that, you know, I was a tyrannical bitch to all of you yeah. for the last uh, three years. Now, I want to be left alone, so <laughs> fuck off. Right, so, um, here we go. June 2021, this was Nicola. This is a video, so it's actually worth watching it, um, but I don't have it. Money hasn't gone missing. All money goes through the SMP. <laughs> so, if all money goes through the SMP, Nicola, you know where the 600k is because you said it's not missing. You and Peter know where it is, don't you? Mm-hmm. I think she does. It's it's on your in-law's drive, isn't it? Well, some, well, of, some it. of it. Yeah. In the form of a motorhome, but some of it's on your in-law's drive. Bet that motorhome was bought outright as well. I bet that's not on finance. Yeah, I bet, I bet it was bought cash. And yeah, then from I here bet. on, Sturgeon st told SMP chiefs to stop discussing party finances in a heated meeting. She knew. Oh, she of course she knew. Of course she, she knew. knew everything, and that's just my opinion, by the way. I know. She's just trying to engineer plausible deniability, and it's not working yeah. because nothing about that's you has ever been fucking plausible, Chief Cranky. How long How long until Chief Cranky takes a nice holiday to Dubai or something mm, that doesn't come back? I wonder if she's been told not to leave the country. I would ha well. She hasn't been arrested, so it doesn't matter. Um, you don't need to be, be arrested. Nice to I, I would suggest that maybe her passport should be seized. I would make that suggestion. Yeah, maybe her passport should be seized quickly <laughs> because <laughs> she look look. Jimmy knew. That's, that's all I'm going to say. We Jimmy Cranky knew what was going on. Of course she did. Of course she did. She couldn't not have. This is her... I mean, they're, they're now taking fucking £110,000 motorhomes that are brand new from her in-law's drive. And she's not questioned, uh, P uh, Peter, how did that get there? Well, right. you notice how almost everything's nothing to do with her? Nothing's ever to Apart do with her. Apart from the fact it's her house. Do you that, know that, that when... Peter yeah, but when, when the in-laws died, because at 92, you're probably not far off, right? I'm just just, yeah, okay. just, just giving you some real, realism here. She's like, oh, they've gifted me a motorhome. I'm going to go on a nice holiday. Why? <laughs> to Albania. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming back. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so moving away from the um, intricacies of the SMP, so Aldo here tells us that Californian officials use cell phone data geofenced to spy on church assemblies during their lockdown. I know. They didn't just do it to church. But that's... They didn't do everyone. That's a massive breach of civil liberties. Why is nobody... They did it to us. Yeah, I know, but, well, did they use our cell phone data? They used our cell phone data. They did it to us. See, and yet, why are people not up in arms? Why do people just go, oh, well, you know, it was for the good of all? Because that's when they still say that. Makes me sick. So uh, Trudy says in the chat, how far from air is Sturgeon? I'll get my family to be at the camp. She's in Lanarkshire. She's, uh, where is it? I have no idea. She, she's not far, she just, I think she's just round about Hamilton way, something like that. It's not far. Yeah, uh, they, they did some very unethical things to all of us, John. 
during the last three years. Oh, um, including, including tracking us through our phones. Yeah, and that's... And, no, this is quite interesting if, if this is... And this is, is from Byline Times. Yeah. So if this is true, okay... Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, I remember at the time we were asking the questions, and there wasn't anything coming back. You know, the, the they were all negatives. So eighty-two yep. percent of NHS trusts in England and Wales didn't record a single infection, let alone death amongst its workers during the pandemic. So allegedly, the health and safety executive advised trusts not to report, and this came from a high level. Um, right. That's because. What? Well, careful. <laughs> I can't say what I want to say. Oh. You know what it is. No. No, I don't even want to say that. Okay. No, it wasn't. No, that. I don't want it. Wasn't that. But anyway, oh. but I'm just trying. Let me just try and think for a second. Right. That's because if you had used your eyes, you would have come to the same conclusion that I did and that John did. Mm-hmm. All you needed to do was use these the entire time, anywhere you went. Just use these. But people didn't. People didn't use their eyes. And that's all I ever asked people to do. And I was I was attacked so badly for it. We all were. Just for saying to you. Yeah. Your eyes don't lie to you most of the time. So, so now, apparently, um, it's... <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's bad for you to fish if you're over a, a certain BMI. And they're talking about banning fat fishermen. What, why? What, why? I'll tell you what. If somebody this wants will never to, happen. If, well, if somebody wants to be fat, surely that's their choice. Yeah, but first of all, this will never happen. But second of all, this is just another example of what I said earlier on how we have let our governments encroach more and more and more and more and more onto every aspect of our being mm-hmm. yep. and if they don't want you to be fat once they've got you a central bank digital currency they'll just say you've consumed too many calories this week john yeah. no more spending on food for you yeah i think you're right i think you're right as always mm-hmm. uh, you should be very worried about this you should be very worried about this because if you're not worried about this, then you will just silently slip along and allow such a thing to happen. I don't want such a thing to happen. I hope such a thing doesn't happen. But at the end of the day, it's entirely, entirely up to you. Uh, I'm not just talking to the, the few people watching us. I'm talking to everybody. If you think for a second that your government, left wing, right wing, doesn't matter, won't do this shit to you if they can, think again. They are going to fuck you each way from Sunday if they can because you just keep letting them. So why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, look at what Andrew said in the chat there. Funeral home lay them off during the lockdown. And I don't... I, I, I believe that. Well, I remember I spoke to funeral directors and they were telling me that... Um, it was there was a particularly quiet period for them. Didn't have a lot of. In fact, they hadn't even recorded a single death from it in the funerals in the funeral directors I spoke to. And she's and the only one that had locally was one that served um, the the hospital at Erskine. 
which was full of old folk that had been put back into the care home. Anyway, um, moving on, moving on. Um, I, Molly Jake sends us this, uh, one of the funnies, and I think it's quite apt. <laughs> That kind of subs it all up. I've seen quite a few videos nearly. of people not cycling in the cycle lane. Nearly. nearly that nearly sums it all up. Oh, a GoPro. A, Go, a GoPro and... A, a massive a, white a, light. A, a pic, and a picture of a TV with, with Jeremy Vine on five on it. Yeah, and a massive white light to, to, to yep. strap to your helmet. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you said we're nearly there. We're nearly there. But no like, GoPro, no I, Jeremy Vine, no light. I like the bike seat, though. I must admit. <laughs> right. So this is um this that this is a it's just <laughs> Fidel brought us this one, and I thought that's just too good a picture not to use. What the hell? What the hell went on at Easter? And you know the early times, you know, the days gone by. What the hell the went on? Shining. It's scary, the isn't it? It's like, it's like Donnie Darko or something, isn't it? Well, it's it like this. This is the Shining. No, it's not. This is, I'm telling you, that's the hotel. No, it's not. That's no, it's not the movie. That's somebody's front room. This is what uh, this is what the Shining would look like in real life, John. <laughs> Those two girls sitting on the little play with no, don't want to fucking play with you. Thank you very much, but no. But but hold on a minute. Look at that picture, right? Mm-hmm. Who's in the big bunny? Lurch from the Adams family. Cause where's the mum? The mum's not that fucking tall. That that's a big bunny. The mum is probably in the bunny in the middle. Right. So who the fun. hell is in that big bunny? <laughs> it's Lurch. I'm telling you. It it's either be. Lurch or the Black Knight ghost from Scooby-Doo, <laughs> just with the bunny suit over his armour. <laughs> oh, and Fidel, Fidel brings us another one, right? This, this, is, this is the BBC at its absolute best, doesn't it? Magnificent. Trolling truly magnificent, right? Strictly bosses eyeing up Paralympian athlete for first wheelchair. Contestant. <laughs> but how, how is he going to dance with a, a woman on her feet? You know, I actually quite like some of the stuff this guy does as well. I've seen a lot of his travel stuff, and he's, you know, it's pretty good. He's, he's adventurous. He likes traveling. He likes doing but, things. But, but that's but maybe ridiculous. Strictly isn't the place. Trudy says that bloke's so annoying. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen him. I don't know. I, just, I just like the fact. Well, well being <laughs> look, listen, being somebody in 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 a situation where I can't spend lots of time on my feet, and I, I you know, if I'm going for a day out or something, I have to be either in a chair or on a scooter. Having somebody actually going around and giving me the information I need is helpful, and that's why I like to do it as well, right? Because I know that other people in my situation would like to be helped. But this is ridiculous. I. I mean, he should. <laughs> it's just gonna, it's just gonna be be made a mockery of because there are people who will just take the piss, Speaking and they will take the piss. <laughs> well, no wonder. <laughs> As Spencer says, he'd be better off in the new series of Robot Wars. <laughs> Oh, and 
speaking of Spencer, here's one for you, Spencer. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember Julia's statement on was it Friday or Saturday? <laughs> So it wasn't came... Julia that said this, it was Tonya Buxton who said it. Yeah, that's About true, Julia. that's true. But Julia didn't refute it, did she? <laughs> Nobody fought harder than <laughs> Julia Hartley Brewer. I can't see the picture on screen right now, if you put it up. That's all. <laughs> oh, there it is, there it is, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, nobody, nobody fought harder than Julia Hartley Brewer during all of the, uh, <laughs> during the lockdowns. Um, bollocks. We did. We did. Many, many and people did. Many, many, many did. people did. And one of the people and, that uh, really did fight much harder was a certain guy called Mark Changizi who's been on the show a couple of times and will be back mm -hmm. this time, though, from Miami as he's relocated from his native Ohio. Or, well, I don't know if he's yep. native to it, but he was living there. So uh, he'll be with us on Thursday and it might be at a slightly later time of 9 o'clock. Yeah. But uh, keep, and, uh, keep your eye on for that. It's still kind of undecided as to whether or not I will be here for that because it is my wife's birthday. She is tentatively said do what the fuck you want but usually that means don't you fucking dare so uh, we shall see we shall see uh, I, I know how this woman thinks we've been married for over 10 years and when she says do what you want that usually means yeah don't just don't do that it's like a bit of reverse psychology and yes, then usually and, what happens is sorry we need to I forgot to give a shout out to the jewels which that, that's a new one the jewels she's a new one that I've plucked a tweet from in order to to showcase on the show yes indeed indeed so sorry about that but remember everybody even ton even fucking tonya buxton she's she's you know they, these are you know, these people are fine they're, they're not but they're not what they they claim to be what they purport to be these people claim to be the people who got you your freedom these claim they claim to be the people who did all of the freedom fighting for you. What they really did in reality was they sent tweets. Okay? Sometimes they would show their face at a protest for five minutes and then they'd fuck off. But that was it. They sent tweets. But, um, but nothing that anyone did made any difference. Because if, if it had made a difference, Britain would have been faster to release restrictions rather than slower. As we said before, you know, government-sanctioned walkabouts in London. Yeah. And that's what they were. Mm -hmm. And yes, I went to pretty much all of them. But government-sanctioned walkabouts in London were never going to make a difference. Because the government were letting you do it. They were going, ah, we let them walk around, we let them have a bit of a party, get a bit pissed, blow off some steam, and then they'll fuck off home and they won't be back for another yeah. month. And, and, our, propaganda and wing, our propaganda wing, which is... Basically, all, all of MSN, all of the press, you know, it's all the government's propaganda wing. None of it was really reported. And if it was reported, it was reported by the disinformation correspondent in a manner that was nothing but disinformation. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. And, you know, I get, I get, I get so disillusioned at the state of 
this planet and looking at my children and uh, I'm just, I'm worried. I'm worried because so many people have just become complacent and that complacency is going to fuck up our kids' future. It really is. Yeah, so what you've got to do is you've got to bring your kids up to be strong and tough and ready to forge their own future. I mean, I tell them quite often that that a lot of what their teachers say at school is probably a load of bollocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they come home telling me something that is a load of bollocks, I'll tell them straight. I'll say, no, that, that's not true. Yeah. That's not true. And if, if, the, if the school want to bring that up with anybody, they can bring it up with me, but they won't because they know what it's like to deal with me and they don't like it. Put it that way, they don't like it. So, uh, so yeah, and, and I would give that advice to absolutely any parent. That if, if your school is sending your kids home believing stuff that you know not to be true, deprogram them immediately. Deprogram them immediately. And don't tell them what to think, but make sure they have the tools to be critical. Make sure they have the tools to be able to think for themselves. Because that is being taken away from your children. That schooling system and my children are part of it too, but it's not really designed to create critical thinkers. It's not really designed to create leaders. It's designed to, in this day and age to create people indoctrinated into a certain well, way of thinking. It's always been designed that way in real terms. That's yeah, why people it, who question the system always stick out. Yeah. So, it's, with that, yeah? Yeah. With that, yeah. I'd like to thank everyone for attending this, episode 212 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John. And with Ben, we do love you all. Most of you, anyway. And remember, it's been great for you. You. Yeah.